Hi. Okay. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Nice uh, hi. My name is Samra. Um, welcome to season one of Sexpert Talks: uh, Healing and Empowerment Through Sexuality, Pleasure, and Relationships. I'm joined today with uh, Michelle Kildare, who is going to talk about solo sacred sex. Uh, Michelle is a, um, a tantric uh, sex coach, primarily focused on uh, people without partners or who are interested in tantric sex. Uh, that are with partners, but whose partners aren't really that much into it. So a really interesting topic. Uh, wonderful to have you here, Michelle. So please tell us um, what is sacred sex? <laughs> yeah, so I consider myself a sacred sexuality coach, and that's because there's lots of different types of sacred sexuality. There's Tantra, there's Jade Egg, there's Kabbalah, there's lots of different things. Um, so uh, before I really dive into that, I just want to say that I do have my very snuggly kitty cat here on my lap. So if you see a little paw yeah. come up, that's, <laughs> that's why. Um, so the, the beauty of sacred sex is it's basically uh, turning sexuality, sensuality, your pleasure, your own body into a source for spiritual and profound experiences. I think of it like yoga or meditation but um a lot more fun so yeah. <laughs> it's uh it's in that same vein of a practice that you can do on a regular basis that will bring a lot of growth and joy and healing to your life in a very um intentional way oh beautiful amazing so sex as a as a portal to to your spirituality and 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 Mm -hmm. um, can you repeat the question? I you were glitching out a little bit on my end. Oh, sorry. The internet isn't beneficial to us this evening. So, what are the benefits of of sacred sexuality? Yeah. So there are three main benefits. Um, the first one is you just become awesome at sex and sex is much more pleasurable. Um, mm -hmm. So just like anything in your life, what you focus on grows. And if you have, if you are engaging with your sexuality in a deliberate and intentional way over time, it's just going to become awesome. Um, a lot of the practices have the added benefit of sensitizing your neuronal pathways and making your body more receptive and open to pleasure. They also help you communicate that pleasure to your partner. So even if you um, do an individual set of practices like the type that I teach my clients, once you have your body trained that way, you can go into bed with anyone and experience really profound, beautiful things because you've trained your body to just really enjoy the sexual experience. So that's the first benefit. The second benefit is there can be a lot of sexual healing that happens. Um, Tantra, especially, I think of as this deep scrub brush of the soul. And as you are moving your energy, learning how to engage with your uh, energy body in different ways, all of these emotions and past experiences come up uh, that I tell my clients, um, your genitals are very psychosomatic. There's a lot of past experience, 
a lot of heartbreak, a lot of sorrow that can get locked up in that part of your body because it is so sensitive, both literally and metaphorically. And so doing these exercises, engaging in sacred sexuality really gently brings those up to the surface so that they can be healed. So that's the second benefit of it. And the third are those, it's that intangible spiritual benefit of, I've seen clients have kundalini awakenings. I've seen clients reach levels of spiritual growth and emotional maturity and awakening and, you know, taking steps toward enlightenment. There's a lot of indescribable experiences that happen through sacred sexuality. A lot of um, just really exquisite, profound, life-changing experiences that you can't really put into words. And so that for me, that's, that's what I love about sacred sexuality, but you know, sexual healing and being awesome in the sack are great too. <laughs> <laughs> it helps. It has its benefits. That's it helps. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. That's amazing. So talking about the benefits of sacred sexuality. So um, when, when, so, so when should someone practice sacred sexuality solo as opposed to practicing with, with a partner? What are, what are the differences and when, when does one have the benefit over, over the other? Mm-hmm. So um, sometimes there's a choice in this and sometimes there's not. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, um, if you, but in, in a situation where let's say someone does have a choice, they can choose to either do it alone or with a partner. Um, I always say start with yourself first. It's kind of like um, training in the gym or learning how to uh, do jump rope or any type of skill. It's, it's a lot less awkward if you are just alone in your room trying something new by yourself. Then, yeah. then once you've mastered the skill, you know what to expect. You, your body is a little bit trained. You have some of that muscle memory then if you want to, you can incorporate another person and then you can um, either experience it together. You can kind of coach them through it. You can have independent experiences. Um, So you are having a more sacred sexual experience and they're having a more standard sexual experience. And that's totally fine to have both of those in the same. And it's kind of like game day. So you've been doing all of this training and preparing in the solo sexuality, and then you can just let go and have fun in a paired context. As far as the results and the experience that you have, I've found that um, with solo sacred sex, it's much more about you and your connection with source or your connection with divinity. So it's more about so it's more spiritual. It's more intense on that um, sacred realm. Whereas with a, sorry, cat's jumping off. There we go. Uh, with a, in a partnered context, it's more about seeing the divine in the other person and seeing the other person as a embodiment of the goddess or a god or the divine and so it's much more about the relationship between the two people so both are exquisite both are beautiful um just kind of serve different purposes and lead to slightly different results beautiful so what would you uh, advise to someone what's a a rule of thumb um when when first trying Mm -hmm. out sacred sexuality yeah 
So in general, sacred sexuality is a complex set of practices and it takes a lifetime to master, but it can, a big chunk of it are wrapped up in these two things. The first is just setting an intention, saying, I want to experience something beautiful and profound and sacred in this self-pleasure or in this sex with my partner or sex with a group of people or whatever. Just going in with that mindset of trying to find the divine, trying to see the spiritual in something can, will bring a different lens and will already put you in a different state of mind when you're engaging in that. The second is presence. So really focusing on what's going on in the present moment. What do you smell? What do you taste? What do you feel? What sensations do you feel? So between the intention to experience something divine and then staying really present, those two can lead to really profound experiences. As a lot of the spiritual teachers have said, presence is where God is. You're not going to find the sacred in the past, in the future, in hypothetical situations and worrying about that chick at work. You're only going to find the sacred in the present moment. And so the more you can find presence while engaging in sexual activities, the more sacred it can be. Beautiful. I love that so much. So the divinity or God is in, in, in the present. So because I guess a lot of people who aren't familiar with it, they think of sacred sex and they think about these very complicated positions and having mm -hmm. had to do tons of meditation and yoga but as you put it it actually starts with some very simple simple mm -hmm. some of the most profound sacred sex that I've had was in missionary position like it's just all about your mindset yeah beautiful oh that's amazing beautiful so um so what would you say is Are you still there? Your internet cut out, but are you back? Yeah, I'm back. I'm sorry. No worries. Uh, different modalities, uh, sacred sexuality versus yoga. So what would be the differences between sacred sexuality and these other, other types of, of ways in which you can access your spirituality? Yeah, definitely. Um, so the main difference is just, it's more pleasurable. It's all about pleasure yeah. and connection. And there's something really special that happens when you are intentional and focused on finding pleasure in your body and in your life around you. Um, things become much more, uh, rosy and beautiful and pleasure filled and pretty soon you're finding the pleasure of going grocery shopping and finding the pleasure in doing your budget and thinking that it's just delicious how good cleaning your house feels it has this <laughs> way of rippling out and it has a quality of joy and aliveness and effervescence that i don't see in yoga or meditation or other modalities um, I think yoga and meditation are beautiful. I do them myself all the time. It's just, I, I get a little bit something different with, from sacred sexuality. Yeah, 
beautiful. That sounds amazing. I love it, especially the part about making your cleaning your house being more pleasurable, and <laughs> <laughs> having a different dimension. I think everyone can do with that a little time to time. <laughs> so, um, and for the end, can you just um, curious to know how is it that you got into sacred sexuality? Why is it that this is something that attracted you? Um, so the long and short of it is I was born and raised Mormon. Um, I was born in a very conservative community with a lot of really toxic messages about sexuality and women's bodies um, and things like that. And I left the Mormon church when I was 18, but um, it really had affected my sexuality in a lot of negative ways. I was getting very little pleasure from sex. I could for a long time, I could not orgasm at all. And then I could only orgasm in very specific ways when the stars aligned and the moon shone bright. Um, <laughs> and I had this sense, I had this feeling that I was broken, that there was something wrong with me. I knew that this wasn't how sex was supposed to be. And so I like any good millennial, I went to the internet and I started Googling. And after sorting through about a thousand Cosmo sex tip articles, um, I finally found Tantra and holistic sexuality and other sacred sexuality modalities within that. And they taught me how to meditate on the pleasure that I did feel and allow my body to feel the way that it needed to feel and find the divinity even within my quote-unquote brokenness mm -hmm. and over time it led me to not just a better sexuality but a new way to understand source to understand divinity it was no longer this man in the sky that cries when you masturbate that you either believe in or you don't it became much more of an embodied understanding of something larger than I am that I cannot explain. And so it was just basically raised Mormon and stuff got weird and here I am. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds, it sounds as if it got more pleasurable and more and more yes. purposeful and that you found <laughs> this purpose in your life. Beautiful. Oh, that's such an amazing story. That's beautiful. Thank you. So before we wrap up, would, is there anything else that you'd like to share or um, to the people that are listening? Or yeah, yeah. Um, the main thing that I would like to share is that uh, Tantra is, tantra, Tantric sex is beautiful, but it's not the only modality out there. Mm -hmm. There are so many different faith paths, traditions, wisdom traditions, that have an element of sexuality within them. Mm -hmm. In a lot of mainstream society, we just assume that all religion and all uh, spirituality is completely devoid of sex. Um, and that is just simply not true. The grand majority of even the world religions have quite a bit of wisdom around sexuality. So it's just right now, there is a lot of conservative rhetoric within the religious community. They're the voices that are speaking the loudest, but they are not the only ones. Um, I've learned a lot about sacred sexuality, even from within the Christian tradition. So there's a lot to be found and don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> so there's just a lot out there to explore. And uh, 
Tantra is beautiful, but it's not the only one out there. Thank you. Uh, you find her website in the comment section below and check out um, some of her offerings. Thank you so much for talking about solo sacred sex. It was so fascinating. And I have need to apologize for the technical difficulties, but hopefully it won't um, it won't prevent uh, doing the No worries, I'm sure it'll all work out. <laughs> Thank you so much, Laura. <laughs> Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Okay.